Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well, check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at dealtoheelteas.myshopify.com. Hey guys, this is Ernest James, host of the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I got a question to ask you. Could you buy me a cheeseburger? Better yet, could you buy me a value meal? Yes? Well, guess what? I don't need a value meal. However, for the cost of a value meal, you can support this podcast to keep us on the air. Just go to Patreon slash Deal to Heal podcast and choose any one of the three tiers that's available. And if you just want to make a one-time donation, go to Cash App. And make a donation to dollar sign E James, the number 418. Make a one time donation to the Cash App, or again, go to Patreon to support this podcast and keep us on the air. Thanks in advance. Be blessed. Welcome to Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. On this podcast, my guest and I will discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can live a life that is happy, healthy, and whole. So I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. Deal with your problem, heal from the pain, and fulfill your purpose. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. I'm your host, Ernest James, and I believe that everyone can live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. Once again, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to the Deal to Heal uh, with E. James podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you listen, like, subscribe and share uh, to our YouTube uh, channel, definitely our Facebook channel. We're trying to get our numbers up and definitely also uh, go to Spotify, find us on Spotify and give us a rating. Let us know how you guys think that we're doing. Um, I take all criticism, good and bad, you know, because the only way you can grow is, you know, to take it all in. So you guys make sure you take it out. Make sure you guys give us a rating so we'll be able to see how good we're doing and what we can do better. And also, uh, make sure you guys stay in to the uh, to the end because I'll tell you how you can win a hundred dollars from the Deal to Heal uh, podcast, and it don't cost you anything. All right. So, but you got to stay tuned to find out uh, about that. So today, just like any other day, we are blessed with a guest, Miss Bernadette. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I am well. I am well. Uh, it's, it's nice and hot today in the Chicagoland area, so uh, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm good. How, how's everything on your end? Everything's everything's good. It was hot out here in New York City as well. You know, just came from work a little while ago. Had to deal with the kids, and that's life. 
That's it. That's it every day. So, uh, Ms. Bernadette, why don't you introduce yourself to our uh, to my listeners? Tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Okay, well, my name is Bernadette Henry. I am a mom, a wife, a full-time employee, a part-time entrepreneur, jump rope instructor, and a life coach. And I just like to have fun, bubbly personality. Um, laughter is good for the soul. It's great for the soul. And that's just everything. I just play many roles and and I'm just, and I'm, I'm me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, Bernadette, I'm, I'm not even sure where I came across you first. Um, I, I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok first. Probably had to be Instagram because I wasn't on TikTok at first. Um, but definitely once I got on, I couldn't stop seeing you. You're everywhere, you know. And I, I've seen, uh, I've seen the, uh, the thing with the jump rope that you do. And I've always been interested in jump rope because I was interested in uh, boxing coming up. And so jump rope was part of the training. So I got into the uh, jump rope you know, early on in my life. And then my sister used to jump uh, Devil Dutch. We used to go downtown Chicago uh, at the Buckingham Fountain and jump Devil Dutch. And the people would come in and people want to try and learn, you know, learn how to jump and all of that. So I definitely understand, uh, or should I say, I definitely, it played a part in my life, you know, just jump rope by itself. But before we go that far, let, let's go back a little bit and just tell me about uh, your journey and how you even got into the jump rope uh, uh, field, should I say, or because I believe the jump rope is a part of a bigger picture that you do, that you're in with. And so just tell us a little bit about your journey and even about your, your family and the support that you've gotten, you know, to be able to keep going as you have been. Okay, so uh, I started jumping as a little girl. You know, I grew up, y'all see I'm black, y'all. I grew up in the Bronx and Harlem. So I was born and raised in the Bronx, and then I moved to Harlem um, sometime in my childhood. I was in foster care, things like that. So that's kind of how I got to Harlem. And then um, even when I went back to my family, even though I lived in the Bronx, I always went to school in, in Harlem. So um, from second grade on to 12, I went to school in Harlem. And back in those days, we used to go outside, you know, like kids, they don't go outside now, but we used to go outside. So we used to play double Dutch games. We used to play straight rope games in school for lunchtime. We used to go outside, chant the songs, play the games, jump in the rope, run around the yard, kickball. Like that's, uh, that's what we did. And my earliest remembrance of the single rope was back in sixth grade when I used to go outside my house and I used to jump, 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 fall, jump, fall, jump, fall. And my mom used to yell out the window like, oh, my gosh, like, stop, stop. You're hurting yourself. And I kept going because I was just that persistent. And I wanted to learn that bad. And at some point going into junior high school, I ended up borrowing a book from the library and just trying to teach myself whatever I could in there. And then in seventh grade or eighth grade, there was some random contest in school, um, seeing how many jumps you could do in a minute. And I did like 240 and that got me like a little trophy. So that was fun. And then going back up to when I was like 19 years old, me and my friend, we used to hang out at Union Square all the time. And at Union Square, there's a gym called Equinox, right? And that's like one of the highest like costing gyms in the city. At that time, it was about 120 something dollars a month. And I was like like little 19 year old kid. And one day me and my friend just went inside and I look at the schedule and it said arrow box, arrow jump. And I'm like, is this a jump rope class? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. So I joined the gym and I ended up taking class with, with former middleweight boxer, Michael Elijah Jr. And that's how I learned, like, 
I was able to sharpen up my raw talent. So I was able to kind of learn the proper way to jump, learn how to breathe, learn how to time yourself, learn, you know, a few basic tricks and the, the technical aspects of it that I didn't teach myself. And then there was another boxer, um, beloved Stefan Johnson. He was also a middleweight boxer and he saw my passion for the jump rope. And even though I wasn't able to take his classes, when he was available, he would take me into the gym and he would teach me like a lot of tricks and things like that. So I was blessed to work with the two of them combined. And um, that's kind of how everything took off. So I was in the gym, 19, 20 years old. I wasn't going for fitness. It was just something I did because it was on a schedule. So I would go to work, I would go to the gym, go to work, go to the gym. And through life or in my early 20s, I just like jumping rope just became part of a regimen because like a year after I had started, I lost like so much weight. And like I said, at that time, it wasn't a goal. It was just, I was going to work and going to the gym. And it was just like, wow, look what I did, you know? And ever since then, no matter what I did in my life or with working out, the jump rope always became, was always a staple. And in 2012, I was able to develop it to what it is now, jump, this style of jumping to music, infusing our personality. So it's kind of a journey that I, I took on my own. And, you know, a lot of times I say, I wish somebody, you know, would have saw the talent that I had as a kid and put me in a program. But then I also think on the flip side, if I was put into a program as a kid, I wouldn't have created the style that I created today because I would have been like molded into some other style. So right, um, that's right. kind of my journey in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and your journey will take you to a lot of places. Um, oh, yes. You know, I've, I've seen you, you know, definitely as far as. Uh, physical places on your videos, you're in different, you know, parts of the city, different states, and things like that. But you've also had the the opportunity to be on on TV and and interviews and different things like that. So how how was that? And what probably has been your most uh, memorable uh, or special to you interview that you've had to you know or platform that you've been able to be on? You know what? I think I think for the most part that they're all special because all of them has been so major. So we're looking at like Good Morning America. We're looking at Pix 11 News. We're looking at the Today Show. We're looking at the New York Times newspaper. We're looking at First Woman Magazine, uh, is um, the Dr. Oz Show. These things are like all major to me. So I, I appreciate every interview, whether it's coming from a podcast or whether it's coming from TV, magazine, radio. I, I actually treat everything as if it's a big interview because at the end of the day, it really is. Right, right. Okay, okay. So let, let's get into it a little bit because mm -hmm. I know that part of your uh, reasoning and part of your your thing for going into it is to kind of give a voice to, to mental health also, you know? And so give us a little bit about the, uh, what prompted you to get involved with the, the mental health space and, you know, what is it, what messages that you would like to, to bring over to everyone? Okay, so quite honestly, I have been in the mental health space for over 20 years um, in my professional life. This is what I do mm -hmm. professionally. 
And I remember at the age of 19, I believe I was working as an assistant teacher. And at the time I was working in a charter school and usually like the department of the, the board of education, uh, their teachers, they, you know, work through the summer, they get paid in the summer, or if they don't work in the summer, they don't get paid. I mean, they do get paid. So I was working in a charter school at the time. And once I heard that we weren't, we weren't getting paid for the summer, I took on a second job working with people with me- developmental disabilities. And once the school year started, I never went back to teaching and I stayed in the field um, ever since. So when I was ready to transition, I started looking for work and and social services and I ended up in a mental health field. So uh, working with people, mainly living in residences that needed that extra support. So bipolar, schizophrenic, depression, anxiety, personality disorders. This is something that I have been doing for many years on a professional basis. But also in my personal life, I've had to go through a lot of things. You know, um, I've, I've myself have had a suicide attempt back in 2000 or 2001, I believe. And it's always been my passion to help people like our day to day people. Right. So like the people that I work with, they have they, they're diagnosed, they're getting treatment, they're taking medication, they're in that space. But. Um, my heart also goes to a lot of women, especially that are here out in these streets and they're like suffering, but they don't know that they're suffering or they don't address the suffering. And as a result, they're falling into these dark holes and not really knowing what to do because of the stigma around mental health. So for me, that has always been my passion. And I always said, you know, once I got myself together and like, we can't always be hundred percent together, but I did the work, you know, to get where I am today. I said, once I did that, I want to be able to go back and help women that can't help themselves, you know? And, um, I, I, I some years ago, I had one of my closest friends, like in the whole white world, uh, she went through something, you know, in her life and i i really didn't know what exactly it was but when addressed i was like look you know we we need to get help like what you're telling me is kind of beyond what i can help you with you need to go seek help from a professional and i literally was trying to like get the person the resources to to get them the help because i knew that they needed the help and you know a few weeks later this person was like they made a massive attempt on their life and was in a mental hospital and everything and it kind of you know, prove my point that, wow, this is what I need to do because people are really out here hurting. And I just want to lead people in that right direction or have a person have like an, an, an ear because that's kind of what people need. They need the air and then they need the guidance to go and get the help. Definitely. And, and, and it's really important in, in our communities. Um, and I've talked about this before, even myself also. Um, I didn't have a suicide attempt, but I did have um, you know, a place where I was in a, a depression and I was in a place where I thought about it, you know. Um, and one of the things that, you know, I heard you say, which I'm, I'm glad is when you came out of it, that you wanted to go back and help those who were still, you know, in the midst of it. And, and I think that's a big part. And also what you, what, one of the things that you mentioned about the, the women that's walking around, you know, that's not in a in a site war or that's not in a facility but not just the women but people that's walking around every day that's mm-hmm. dealing with things that they don't want to tell nobody about you know some of them know that they're you know in a in a, a dark place and some of them don't really really recognize how low of a place that they may be in 
But that's why I like to talk about it. That's why I have, like to have people like yourself on just because we're everyday people. You right. know, we're just the, the, the guy next door, the woman next door, you know, your co-worker on a job, you know, just people that you know that also either is dealing or have dealt with some of the things that, that we're all dealing with, but we've made it through part of it, you know. And like you said, we'll never be 100%, but one thing that I've learned is you don't have to be 100%, you know, to help somebody that's on, on step one. All you got to do is be on step two, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> get them to where you at. And so, you know, I know that's a misconception of, of a lot of people who have made it through some kind of challenges in their lives on, on whatever platform or whatever area that it is. But it's like, well, I can't help somebody because I'm not this, I'm not that. Like, hey, if you've made it through anything, you can help somebody get through it. You know, right. and I know we're all dealing with, with something, you know, that we have to work through. You know, and it's just a matter of us recognizing that God has given each one of us a, a voice, a platform and an experience. And we have to take those experiences and help those who are going through the same thing or similar. You know, right. so, again, I, I thank thank you for even having that, that wherewithal to want to reach out to those that, you know, you've come in contact with and which led you to, to build your platform. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Um, one of the other things I wanted to talk about uh, and, and also congratulate you on, or uh, if I could say congratulate, maybe in, it's not congratulate. That's not the word I want to say, <laughs> but uh, praise. I'll say praise and praise you on because I've, I've seen, you know, a lot of your videos. I've, I've followed you for a while and, you know, I have seen how you've often had to speak up about, you know, um, that it's, it's not all about losing weight, like you said earlier, you know, because that wasn't your that was where your mind was at. You know, right. you were doing it because you like it. You were doing it because it was exercise, you know, and yet I've seen how you have had to uh, um, I don't want to say acknowledge, but you've had to speak on people who want to make comments about, you know, your weight and things like that. And, you know, and, and, and I wanted to thank you know, like I said, congratulate you on that, just how well you've handled that, you know. And so, you know, let's talk to us a little bit about that and the fact that it, it's not about weight loss, but more so about wellness in general, you know. And so talk to us a little bit about that and, and where you stand on, on that and how, you know, you want to uh, express upon us about the wellness part of it, not so much about the lift, uh, the weight loss, but just being living well. Right. Um, so like I said, when I first started working out at the gym, it wasn't about losing weight. It was just something fun that I did. And as a result of the consistency of what I was doing, yes, of course, you know, I lost weight. But this is also too, when I was in my early 20s, I didn't have the stress. I didn't have the responsibilities. I didn't right. have these things that I had to deal with. Um, and then at some point in my, there were points in my life where that was the goal, where I did the whole meal planning and prepping food and weighing food and going to the gym six, seven days a week and things like that like this hire the trainer the I, there were times in my life where that was the goal and now the goal is just to be consistent you know like i work a full-time job 
I have a whole family, three children and a husband, two of them are on the autism spectrum and I'm having, and I'm, you know, growing my brand and it's just so many things. I'm 43. There's so many variables that I'm dealing with that I'm lucky if I can even find the five to 10 to 15 to 20 minutes for myself. And you know, my why has changed, you know, like before a why may have been to get smaller so I can do this or do that. Now it's okay. Just do something consistent for you. Uh, the goal is like, stay off the pre-diabetes. Like at one point in time, I was diagnosed as a pre-diabetic. I got rid of it. Um, now it's the high blood pressure. Like I was able to eliminate some of my medication. So my thing is for people, you know, when they do go to exercise, it's nothing wrong with having a goal to lose weight. Yes. Nothing wrong with it, but be realistic with your life and your situation and your why, like, what is your motivation? Are you doing it? Um, because you want to look good for your birthday in a couple of weeks, or are you doing this because you want to, uh, manage stress? Are you doing this because you want to keep your cholesterol low? Are you doing this because you don't want to become a diabetic? Like what, what are the reasons? And for me, um, the reasons of maintaining my health and my mental and emotional um, stability is way more important than any vanity metric. And for me, I've been able to do the things I had to do just with being consistent because when your why is strong enough, then it's going to keep you motivated. It's going to keep people motivated. Number one, but number two, most importantly, it's going to keep you disciplined. So with my lifestyle, if I can sit here and say, Hey, look, within the scope of your schedule, I can fit in three to five, three days of going for a walk and maybe two days of jumping rope. Okay. That may be realistic for me, but it may not be realistic for you. And a lot of times with women, especially um, midlifers, what they're doing is they're comparing themselves to somebody that doesn't have their life. So here you are, uh, say for example, you're, you're 45 and you still have children under 18 in your house. You have a full-time job, you're in school part-time, but you're looking at, um, you're looking at, uh, 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 Samantha, she's like 35. She has a very supportive family. Um, her spouse makes maybe a lot of money, so she doesn't have to stress herself. Um, she has good childcare, maybe, you know, I'm like, maybe the variables are different, you know, and she's able to do more than what maybe somebody in my situation could do. And a lot of times people are comparing themselves to the wrong people and they're putting those false expectations in themselves and then they're getting upset when it fails, right? So with exercise, with eating healthy, with all the things that you have to do to maintain this healthy lifestyle, like you have to be consistent, right? Um, and you have to give yourself like reasonable um, expectations. So if you're, if you know that you like to go to, um, after hour, like, like once a week, and then you like to eat, you like to cook fried chicken at least two or three times a week. And you already know that you don't like to do certain exercise, but then you're saying, Oh, I need to lose. I, I'm, I'm going to get my six pack, but you're not willing to do the things that that's going to lead to that. Stop saying that you're going to do this, you know, mm -hmm. like really be realistic. And this is kind of what, I want to promote to people, like, be realistic with your life. Like, I'm not here to impress this person and that person because I've been online, like, for many years and I've seen people come, especially women. I've seen them come, they work hard, they lose weight, and then something happens, they disappear, and then they come back with a sob story, like, oh my gosh, my sister, dog, boyfriend, cousin, sister in law, brothers. 
um, died and I don't know what to do. And I got so depressed and then I gained all my weight back. And then it's like a cycle. They leave social media, they go, they come, they go lose weight, they come back, now they're a trainer, and then they lose the weight again. I mean, they gain the weight again, and then they disappear, and then they come back. The next thing you know, they get surgery. It's like so many things that's going on because you're sitting here trying to put on a front for social media, or you're trying to put on a front for I don't know who, and 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 you're like you you know you have these people watching and it's like you feel like a failure because you're not meeting these expectations yet still yo you're getting older you're getting you're going through perimenopause you're going through stress you know it's just so many different variables and people don't like account for that it's just okay this is what i see this person doing this is what i see this person saying and my message really is be realistic with yourself like you know your schedule better than anybody else you know what you could do in the limits like me for example like i said i have the kids i have to get up at like five six o'clock in the morning to get them ready to get myself together to get out the house to commute on the train to get to work to sit at work to listen to people problems to write the stuff down to go home i'm drained like i'm half the time i'm drained before i even leave my house to go to work you know and people it's it's a reality so it's like for me to sit here and to say well forget your feelings because you need to have that mental strength and that power no we get tired it's a part of life and i think once people really be realistic with themselves and, and not to make excuses for people but it's just like look at what you have look at the plate that's in front of you write it all down and see where you can re- realistically make these life changes to meet your goals and to stay consistent. That's really what I want people to do. It's just to stay consistent because with consistency, the results will come. Definitely. And 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 I agree with you 100 percent And especially like you mentioned about you know the women, two two things, just women in general, uh, but especially mothers have a whole lot. I mean, if you, especially you're a mother, then if you're a wife also, because now you got a, a, a grown kid, you know, <laughs> <sometimes> <laughs> like, you know, and so you have all of these things. And even like, like uh, you mentioned about, even if you have children that need extra attention, you know, mm-hmm. then that adds on to it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it, it's, it's such a um, uh, amount of, of pressure, of stress, of responsibility that comes with all of that. You know, that you, again, you have to be realistic of, of what your life is. And I think one of the biggest things, um, the biggest problems, and, and a lot of times we speak about it with our children, but the rea- uh, reality is, is not just the children when it comes to people looking online at this glimpse or this, you know, picture that someone is is putting forth of who they want you to think they are and what mm-hmm. they want you to think they, you know, they have accomplished or whatever. And now you're trying to measure yourself up with that person when that person is not even real, you know, right. when, when the things that they've said they've done, some of it they might've done, you know, you get people on there and they have these nice bodies and they like these uh, trainers over overnight trainers and come to find out they didn't have about five or six surgeries to get there. They didn't work it off. They didn't exercise it off. You know, but now they're presenting themselves to you and you're looking like, oh, my God, that's what I want. And now you're judging yourself based on a false reality that someone else is showing you. But again, I I like what you said about just really taking consideration, count up the cost. What does my life look like? What is the life that I want? 
what is the life that I have and what is the difference in between the two? You know, what do I have to do to get there? And again, like you said, also, if, if you're not going to do the work, just stop talking about it. You know, right. <laughs> just stop talking about it because you're going to get upset when the people who really care about you and the people who really love you start holding you accountable for the things that you said that you were going to do. And mm-hmm. when that start happening, now you're going to be in your feelings because you're not doing what you said you're going to do and you're going to get upset about it. And they're going to be like, hey, you the one said it. You know, you mm-hmm. the one said you're going to do it. You the one that put forth these these goals, these benchmarks, these achievements that you want to accomplish or that you said you wanted to accomplish. And now we're holding you to it. And now you're feeling some type of way about it. So again, be re- re- realistic with yourself. If that's not what you want and you're not willing to put the work in to get what you said you want, then stop saying that you want it because you really don't want it. You know? Right. And so, yeah, so we got to just do that and, and, and keep our minds there. So I, let's talk a little bit about your um your actual program. And I know I've seen it, like you spell it, jump as an acronym, it looks like acronym. And I don't know if you pay attention to the to podcast. I love acronyms. You know what I mean? So I've seen it as an acronym. So what exactly does it, the words mean in the acronym jump? And tell us a little bit more about your, your program. Okay. So jump, J-U-M-P, journey of the underdog making progress. And basically that is, is, this is kind of the acronym I came up with uh, a couple of years ago, and it basically merges kind of the physical and the mental, emotional part of jumping rope, right? Um, so like when you're jumping rope, when you turn the rope, it's expected that you jump over the rope. And mm-hmm. if you don't jump over the rope, guess what? The rope is going to hit your foot. And it's the same thing with life. Like, you know, we have these goals, we have these dreams, we have these things that we want to do. And it's like every day we're going to have these stresses. Stress is going to be stress no matter what. It's just how you cope with it. And it's like we want to do these things, but then it's like every time that rope turn, it's that trauma that we didn't deal with. It's that mm. that that self-doubt. It's some lack of boundaries. It's those things that, that kind of we hold ourselves back with. And instead of taking that action, we're just sitting there or standing there and letting the rope hit our foot. So basically, um, it's just kind of marrying the two things. So not only being well physically, but being well uh, mentally and emotionally, because all of them are intertwined. And if like one is out of line or one is out of sync, all of it is going to be out of sync. So basically right now I am working on my book and it's going to cover that. And then I'll have like a program and a coaching program in between that. And on that note, I have to, I'm going to come in on my um, phone. This battery's about to die. Okay. One second. Hold on one second. Um, I open this. I'm going to turn this around. Okay, let me just see how I turn this around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I told my I told my son to plug on my laptop and he never did. When I went to see it, it wasn't plugged up. So there we go. <laughs> Let me just get my Bluetooth back on here. Well, I can hear you. I can hear you clear. Okay, awesome. You're kind of frozen a little bit. I don't know if it's frozen on your okay, end. Yeah, no, I was just putting on the Wi-Fi. So hold on one second. Okay, there we go. There you go. All right, all right. So we're back. We're back. <laughs> okay. Well, you were you were talking about you were just mentioned about uh, your program and how now you're focusing on your book. Yes. Okay, so tell, finish. You were right right in the middle of that uh, speaking on that. So tell us finish what you were saying about that. Yes. So um, basically right now I'm working on the book and basically the book is bridging uh, the physical, mental and emotional wellness together um, in jump. So teaching women how to overcome the their, their trauma, their past, their hurt, their pain and to move into um, the greatness that they're destined to be. Yes. Good, good, good. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that, you know, you're taking the time. I, I think it's something. Uh, magical about literature, you know, when you take your story and put it down in words, you know, the written word takes on a whole, uh, a whole life of itself. So I love when I'm hearing someone with a story like your own, you know, who are taking the time to write it and to put it in a book, or even if it's an ebook, even if it's short form, but just to put it in that literary uh, uh, space to be able to package it. And that way it lives forever. You know, a lot yes. of times, you know, um, we have all the, the new stuff now with the technology and the phones and all of that. But if the lights go out or your battery run dead, what you gonna do? You know, exactly. but if you have that book, you know, said that physical book with the paper in front of you, you can always read and always learn, and you can pass it to the next person. It don't cost you anything. You know what right. I mean? So I'm always glad to hear that, Miss um, Bernadette. I, I thank you so much for for being on. I thank you for for taking out your time away from your family. And I should have told, I should have told you, I thank you at the beginning of the thing. What was it? I don't remember. It's okay. I but it's okay. I, I, I appreciate you taking time away from your family to be on here with me and, and my family as, as my guests and my listeners. So um, I'm going to let you have the last word. Uh, so I want you to think about something that you want to leave us with, a word of advice, a word of inspiration, whatever it is, whatever that comes to your mind. And also share with, uh, with the listeners your uh, social media handles and things like that and where that they can, um, how they can work with you. But before you do that, I want to say one thing. Again, guys, this is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And I know I told you guys that I was going to tell you guys how you could win $100 from the podcast. And that is by being a super subscriber to our podcast. What does that mean? That means you have to subscribe to our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and our Spotify uh, podcast. And after you do that, you text the word WIN to 866-326-0730 and you will qualify to win $100. That's it. Just as one of our super subscribers uh, to the podcast. That's all you got to do. It don't cost you nothing. Just a click, 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 click. You're here anyway. You're already watching. You're already listening. What you waiting for? You know, you could be our next one to win $100. And the contest is, is random. And it never stops. It's ongoing. So I might pick somebody today. I might pick somebody tomorrow, too. You never know. So take your chances. 
do what you need to do, become a super subscriber and put get your chance to win a hundred dollars, right? Okay, cool. Miss Bernadette, I'm gonna send it right back to you. I'll give you the chance again to have the last word. First of all, again, let me say thank you. I appreciate you for being on. And now the floor is yours and I'll let you have the last word. Thank you so much, Ernest, for having me on. And basically, I want to leave with the audience to just live your true, authentic self. Um, and whatever that means to you, it doesn't mean that you have to go out and tell everything about yourself, how you operate and, and things like that. Just really be true to you. And once you are able to do that, you will be able to go as far as that you want, right? Stop listening to the noise. Stop being discouraged when someone says that's not going to work. You're too fat. You're this, you're that. You have to live your own truth. I wouldn't have gotten as far as I've, I've gotten now if I'd have listened to other people. You have to be willing to stand out. And the only way that you're going to stand out is if you get the help, if you heal. No one is ever going to be perfect, but you can heal from whatever it is that's holding you back. Because without dealing with that, you're never going to be able to move forward because something's always going to trigger that pain. No matter how deep, how no matter how far we try to bury it, something is going to trigger it. And the, the, the better you deal with the pain, the hurt, the trauma, whatever it is, the, the better you're going to be successful and you're going to be able to accomplish your goals. So, you know, like I said, to your own self, be true, and go out and do the work. All right, all right. So, Ms. Bernadette, give us your uh, social media handles where they can find you and follow you, and also where they can sign up for uh, any of your classes that you're doing. All right, so you can go to Bernadette T. Henry. That's where I'm going to be talking about my book, The Jump, The Motivation, The Inspiration. That's where I'm going to be talking about a lot of these things. Uh, if you want to see The Jump Rope and everything like that, make it fun NYC. But like I said, the focus over the next couple of months, since the book is launching within the next month or two, will be Bernadette T. Henry. Okay, and that's both of those are on Instagram. Yes. All right. All right. So again, Ms. Bernadette, thank you so very much for the work that you do. Thank you for taking our time, uh, to, you know, to be on the platform with me and definitely thank you for, you know, giving your gift out to the world. And, and I'm definitely encouraged by you. Like I said, I see you all the time on, on the videos and I watch all the videos and it's just amazing the different places that, you know, your gift has been able to take you. And I, and I'm, uh, very encouraged myself. And definitely I want to encourage you to keep on going and keep doing what you're doing. Because uh, there are people out there like myself who definitely appreciate it. And everyone may not get the opportunity to tell you, but I'm sure the numbers show, the likes show, the comments show that there are people out here and you are making a difference. And I just want to say thank you once again for, for being on. Again, thank you, you so guys, much, Ernest. No problem. No problem. Again, you guys, this is the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. And... I'm on a mission to help people to deal, to heal, and to fulfill, to deal with your problems, to heal from the pain, and to fulfill your purpose. So until next time, guys, I will see you next week. Hey, guys, I know you're enjoying the podcast. However, don't forget to join our text line at 866-326-0730. That's 866-326. 326-0730 in order to receive text messages with new events and things that is going on and new episodes as they release. All right. See you in a minute.
Thanks for listening to the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast. Remember to listen, like, subscribe, and share. This episode has been brought to you by Deal to Heal Teas. Put some inspiration in your situation. Wear an inspirational tea and be inspired all day. Let's go to Deal to Heal Teas dot myshopify.com remember our mission is to help you to deal heal and fulfill deal with your problem heal from the pain and fulfill your purpose thanks for listening